Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of fantasy romance and romantic fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, wonderful. Suck that puppy down. That's what she said. That's what she said. Today is Thursday, April 7th, 2022. And uh, back in my home, uh, temporarily anyway, heading out this afternoon. So sorry that I did not do a podcast Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, My mother already gave me the heavy sigh of disappointment. Um, But I was kind of impressed I did one from the hotel on Monday. I also got my 2,000 words from the hotel on Monday. So that felt like a real win. Um, That was kind of followed by then successive uh, not wins. (laughs) But, oh, it wasn't so bad. Um, We had a really nice time. I had a wonderful body treatment Monday afternoon. My skin is soft again. I told the gal who gave me the body scrub and herbal wrap that I needed to be de-lizarded. And afterwards she said, you know, you had a lot of dead skin on your arms. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) This is what I'm telling you. Why can't we do this at home? I don't understand why I don't have an effective way to do this at home. I do try those body scrubs and stuff and doesn't do the same thing anyway. So, uh, yeah, so that was great. We had a wonderful time. We decided Tuesday morning just to get up and go. Um, which is usually what we want to do. We, we don't like hanging out in the mornings or delaying. We'd rather just get on the road and go. So that's what I did. Um, we probably left the hotel by about seven. Um, the upshot was, is I did not get podcasts done on Tuesday. I did not get words done. I, um, we got home, well, about a quarter to two, something like that. And then, um, the cleaning ladies arrived, which is just always chaotic. Um, and, and I dealt with business stuff. There was syphilis stuff that had piled up. It's, I know I talk about this a lot, a lot, but it's just amazing to me how many people, um, if you don't respond to their email within a day or two, that they just like have, have fits and they send you additional emails saying, did you get my email? And they, <laughs> I had one person saying something, well, since there's been radio silence, I want to move ahead with this decision and I'm just going to make this decision. And it's like, I'm offline for two days and it's radio silence. I don't think so. I saw an interesting thread yesterday that I shared on Twitter. um, This guy talking about the characteristics of Gen X and you know, it's funny being part of Gen X. And I'm on the, the older end of Gen X. And, you know, for a long time, we thought we weren't really Gen X, that we were Generation Jones, but that got lost. Um, you know, so, okay, fine, Gen X, whatever. 
but I sure do share a lot of characteristics with Gen X. And they were talking about one of the things, this guy was coming at it, he gives um, business advice, dealing with um, colleagues and so forth. And a lot of it was really decent advice. But one thing that he mentioned is he said, you know, Gen X is often forgotten that we are 20% of the population. And he talked about how uh, Gen X grew up in a time when institutions failed us and that we are very cynical about institutions. And it's funny because I always thought that I was just naturally cynical about institutions, that this was like something inherently me, but apparently it's generational. Uh, but he was talking about that a lot of the people in your organization who are probably head down and getting the work done uh, are probably Generation X. And it was interesting. In fact, let me share with you. Hold on. So I know I don't have to tell you guys to hold on when I pause. I know we've been over this, but here we are. Okay, so this is interesting because he says these 42 to 57-year-olds are so strange it presents golden opportunities. Here are 10 mind hacks to use with Gen X. And then he comments at the end of this. Let me go down. Um, he says, hilarious how every Gen X reply was, I was skeptical at first, and I don't like the words mind hack because that's what institutions do. Um, it's just funny. Um, and he says that not everybody is like this, of course, but uh, Gen X prefers to do it their way uh, don't, and don't want to sweat the rules. I'm so much, you guys, I'm all, isn't that like what I talk about all the time on here is like, just don't sweat the rules, just get it done. Um, I'm trying to keep looking into the camera. Oh, I know I could blow this up big. Zoom is your friend, Jeffy. Here we go. Um, this one I don't get, right? They say, he says, acknowledge Gen X's emails quickly. They will love you. Um, they grew up in a time when institutions weren't to be trusted. Oh, well, and so here we are. Allow Gen X a balanced life. Gen X grew up with workaholic boomer parents saying that Gen X thinks work is part of life, but not why they live. Um, give them data. Gen X says, tell me how it is and cuts out the fluff. For generations like millennials, this is hard because millennials want the shit sandwich for feedback. And I'm not good at giving the shit sandwich feedback. He, he shares this great graphic which, you know, talking about Gen X feeling forgotten, which shows like the generation guidelines and they have the silent generation, baby boomers, millennials, post-millennials. So they like literally left out Generation X, <laughs> which uh, and we're all just sitting back going, yeah, we know, of course they did. Um, first generation not to do as well financially as their parents or their kids. Um, and so he has like, Doing these things with Generation X, say, do it your way. Use well-written emails. He says that we grew up with grammar and we don't like the shorthand of text, which I don't. I never like put you instead of Y-O-U. Um, say, I got it. Focus on the mission with them. Allow life balance. Bond as people. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a thing? Uh, be direct. Acknowledge that they exist. 
expect pessimism, expect work-life celebration. Uh, my friend Kelly Robson was the one who retweeted that into my timeline, and she commented that she wonders how much of this just general enough to ring true like a horoscope, which maybe, but I don't know. It was interesting anyway. I do feel some of those memes, uh, the Generation X memes, when like the the boomers and the millennials are fighting and the millennials are doing the whole okay boomer thing and it's the us 20% Generation X are just sitting back with our glass of wine going, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to enjoy my wine. Okay, I actually found the meme I wanted, so I will put that on the post. So anyway, back to the ostensible topic of this podcast. Uh, but you know, at, here at First Cup of Coffee, we talk about anything. Uh, I would say anything you guys want to, but it's what I want to, which is probably a very Generation X thing. So uh, yesterday, yesterday was just busy. Uh, you know, one thing about being a, an author, and I think this is, you know, blah, 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 not being articulate, uh, especially self-publishing, uh, is you wear a lot of different hats. And so yesterday I was supposed to post my blog to the SFF seven blog. Uh, I was tired. I, I had kind of stomach upset Tuesday night and didn't sleep all that well, slept too long Wednesday morning. Uh, and I'd been thinking about doing a podcast. And so that was the first thing that went, sorry, mom. Uh, but then I didn't end up getting the blog post done ever yesterday. Um, and I didn't get that many words. I was just a little creaky. I got, 1,247 words yesterday, which kept me on track anyway. And then I had other things that I had to do because obviously being president of CEFWA comes with certain obligations. I had to go sit in on the author's coalition call to discuss an issue with them that has come up with our members. And that was at 11 my time, which cuts into my writing time. I almost never accept meetings during my writing time. And all of these people were clearly uh, much more used to having long meetings than I am. I am very much the, could this meeting have been an email <laughs> kind of gal. And I'm also a, let's move this meeting along. And the people on this call spent a lot of time talking very slowly and thoughtfully about things, which was great. But at the same time, I was thinking, I need to get off this call. And then because I'd asked to be put on the agenda, I was at the end. In fact, I really very much considered just popping in at the end and skipping <laughs> the rest. But then I thought, well, that would be rude since I'm coming in asking these people for help. So, but it's funny because I'm heading out this afternoon to go to the Jack Williamson lectureship. And one of the, the first official events is going to be Walter John Williams in conversation with Connie Willis, two, two wonderful greats, uh, talking about Walter's career. 
And I've heard Walter talk about his career before. And this is at Eastern New Mexico University. So this could be great for the students and everything. And and there's a dinner afterwards. So his thing starts at 5.30. And I'll, I like really, really wanted to get there at like 6.15. So I didn't have to, so I could leave here later and sort of waltz in and not listen to the rest of Walter talking about his career again. And it's not that I don't like Walter. I think he's a great guy. But th- this is how I am. And and I was talking with Dorinda Jones because she lives in Portales where this is going on. And we were talking about scheduling. And I'm like, so are you going to this thing? And she's like, well, yeah, I, I thought I would be nice to be supportive. And I'm like, oh, is that a thing? <laughs> I'm so awful, you guys. So, reader, I am going to these things to be nice because... Dorinda is making me. So anyway, I had to be in on this call. I finished the call, came off, got another hour of words. And then I had to spend an hour. I successfully got another CIFWA meeting canceled. So go me. But then, you know, so then I was like going through emails and dealing with stuff. These emails that people were annoyed that I hadn't answered. Uh You know, it's funny. This is probably like another tangent, but I got an email from an unnamed person whose uh, famous author parent died some time ago, and they wanted to know about having that parent named a CIFWA grandmaster and that it had been explained to them that it is CIFWA's policy, longstanding policy, not to name dead people grandmasters. And there are a number of reasons for this. Uh, partly because it's the intent behind Grandmaster to have them interact with the community and uh, be, you know, share their wisdom and so forth. It also, um, we have lots of living authors to celebrate. And if we start going back and celebrating the dead ones, you can imagine. I mean, it's just going to create a backlog. Uh we also don't take away Grandmaster because that's so fraught. So this this person wrote to me and it was perfectly fine. You know, write me an email and say, I understand this is policy. I'd like to see it change for my parent, uh, my deceased parent, and everyone would appreciate it. And it's like, well, we're probably not going to change this policy because of the aforementioned reasons. But then there may be some, something else we could do. So I was going to investigate that. And then this person sent another email the next day, reiterating same, but sent it to the entire board and say, well, I emailed Jeffy Kennedy yesterday, but I've not received a reply. And so now I'm emailing everyone. It's <laughs> like, really? Anyway, so I then spent an hour on the phone with a cover artist because I've been doing this rebranding for the Sorceress Moons covers, which have not been up for sale since like November because I've been doing this cover rebranding. And she um, did an amazing, amazing first cover. And then the second cover is, I mean, it's taken a long time. Like she couldn't do it in December because of life and all of these things going on. And then, and she said, can we get this done in January instead? You know, thank you for being understanding. You know, she was moving and her grandmother was sick and all of these things. And anyway, now it's April 
and we still have only one cover. She had disappeared in the middle of March. And this series is one that I sold to Scribd for audiobook conversion. And so they want the rebranded covers. So they're like, where are these covers? That's how they, their emails say they come across on that voice. Where are these covers? No, they don't. They're very nice. They're very patient, but they do want these covers. And so I, this gal had not come back to me for two weeks and I sent her a couple of emails saying we have to get this done. She didn't reply. So I opened a PayPal dispute. And so then one of the things I found when I got back Tuesday was she did reply and she's like, she family had taken her to Mexico cause she was so stressed and all of this. And anyway, so we ended up the easiest thing for me is to ever finish it. And she does great work. And I, I'd like started to line up other people, but there are these intricacies of dealing with covers that if you don't have the layers file, which is a PSD file, a Photoshop type file for that first cover, it's very difficult for another artist to go in and, and replicate because they can't see exactly how they created the effects. They can't, you know, they're like, do you know what font she used? And I'm like, no, I don't know what font she used. It's, it's remarkably arcane. And I, and I get it. This is not made up stuff because I hear this from different cover artists when they're trying to replicate what someone else did, or at least match the style. So it, it's definitely to my advantage to, to get this gal to do it. And so I, I'd suggest, I said, maybe we should just set up a zoom call so we could just talk through. Cause I could tell we were not communicating well. And, um, because I would say things in emails that she would, you know, like apparently not have processed. So she said, actually, that would be amazing. So we spent over an hour on the zoom yesterday afternoon, thrashing through the design of the next five covers. So at least it's done, but it was like, you know, that's a whole lot. (laughs) You know, I was sort of musing over all of the things that I spend my day on that aren't actually, um, putting words down on the page. So the good news is, is that these covers will be done in a week. She, and she was, she was very sweet and she started out and, and maybe I'm winding back around to this generation X thing. I have no idea how old she is. Um, she is not English is not her first language. I think she is. Um, I don't know. She, it, it seems like Eastern European type name. Uh, and that might be the accent. I'm not great with accents, but it was amazing because she just shared her desktop. It was amazing watching her put this together on Photoshop. I mean, she's incredibly skilled and talented, but she started out the calls apologizing yet again, you know, and saying how much she appreciated me being patient with her and how the last three months have been so difficult and all of this. And it's back to me having to force myself to be nice because I kind of want to just move past that. It's like, yeah, 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 whatever. I appreciate that. You're sorry. Um, I actually don't need any more apologies. I just want the work done, which to me drives exactly with what he was saying in that thread about generation X, right? As opposed to the, the shit sandwich that millennials want. For those of you who don't know what that means, it means that you, if you have negative feedback, you, you take the shit and then you sandwich it between nice stuff. So you start out with like 
a compliment and tell them how great they are. And then you give them the shit and then finish up with how great they are and what's going right, uh, which I am not good at doing. And, but you know, I, I think I do tend to just cut to the data and it's like, thank you for the apology. Um, all I care about is getting this done. Let's just get it done. Um, so that's definitely in line with that thread, right? Maybe not just general, like a horoscope. So anyway, today I am going to try to get words done. I'm not doing writer coffee. They asked and I was like, oh, I've got to focus on work and then get out of here by about one and uh, do the lectureship stuff tomorrow morning. We are going to have a very special podcast. Um, I don't want to overpromise, but the plan is for me to be broadcasting from the home of the lovely Dorinda Jones. So we will do a joint video session. And um, if you have questions, if you have anything you want us to discuss, now's your opportunity. So I will talk to you all tomorrow. And yeah, otherwise, um, hope things are going well in your lives and that you are juggling all of the balls. Uh, Big balls. That's what she said. You all take care. Bye bye.